Okay, welcome back to another episode of Let's Grow Through It. I am Kristen and today I am solo. It's actually Thanksgiving Day and I don't have my daughter today. She is spending the holiday with her dad and Tessa is of course with her... <gasps> Oh, now fiance, y'all. So she's with his family today celebrating and they did invite me, but I just decided that I was going to take today to be a kind of day for myself. My plans kind of changed a little bit, but I am here now doing the things that I want to do. So I wanted to work on my book today and I wanted to get a podcast episode recorded. And I thought that since we are nearing the end of this month and we're coming into a kind of busy month where things are usually pretty hectic for people. People because of the holiday season and all the uh, things that come along with that. I thought it would be a good idea to talk about things that I like to do on the first of the month every month and it's just kind of a way to refresh, restart, kind of like a month resolution instead of a new year's resolution, it's a new month resolution. Anyway, it's just something I like to do and if you um, ever spend any time scrolling on TikTok, if you ever... <laughs> If you ever spend any time scrolling on TikTok, you probably know the sound that's like, wake up, it's the first of the month. Um, don't mind my singing, but I thought I would title this podcast episode, wake up, it's the first of the month, and you know, let's let's do it. Let's, let's do a refresh, let's do a restart, let's start this month off strong, and here are the things that I try to do at the beginning of every month, or the first weekend of every month. Let's just jump right in. So the first thing that I like to do, the number one thing on this list, is review the last month. So if you have listened to the podcast before, you know that I'm really big on journaling. It's like one of my favorite things to do, just kind of reflect and make sense and brain dump and whatever i i try to journal every single day and so at the beginning of every month i try to do a sort of review of the last month and you could just do this in your mind um get quiet and sit or if you like to journal or you want to try out journaling what i like to do is journal the highs from the last month the lows from the last month and where i can do better in the upcoming month that's just a a quick little easy way to kind of like see where you're at in life and where you want to go, you know? And so that's just what I feel like is a great way to to start the month, okay? And so then second thing on the list, after you review your last month, then you now, I now, like to plan out the month ahead. So the first thing that I'll do is I will pull out first my cell phone calendar and just look at, I might have doctor's appointments that I made months ago you know that I forgot about or things like that in in the calendar and so I like to look through that and refresh my memory about any sort of engagements or appointments that I have committed to in the past um and make sure that I'm not forgetting about them now then the next thing that I like to do is I have a, a little planner um it's a notebook planner I just like pen to paper there's just something different about putting pen to paper and then the way that you remember things at least for me and so I have a paper notebook planner and I like to go through there and plan out my month fill it in you know what whatever appointments I might have whatever goals I have my tensions um things I want to get done important school things for my daughter just stuff like that so I go through and I plan out my month ahead in my digital planner and then in my paper planner Okay, so the third item on the list is something that you should do more often than once a month. <laughs> I lived in a bus for three years, okay? So it's it's wash your sheets. Y and yeah, you're supposed to wash your sheets once a week, but 
Um, I'm a single mom and also I lived in a bus for three years. So I'm just going to be completely honest. Uh, there's just no way that I'm washing my sheets every week. I have a duvet and dealing with the duvet, like taking it off and putting it back on is one of my things I think I just like will avoid as much as I can in life. And so, <laughs> but obviously I don't want to sleep in grimy sheets and lately I've been sleeping with Rome in her bed more than I've been sleeping in my bed. And so I think that at least doing it once a month is a good a good goal for me. And if you do it at the beginning of the month, at least you know if you don't get it done any more times throughout the month, you can be like, oh, well, the last time I washed my sheets was one month ago, so maybe I should wash them again. And so I like to just, I, I will wash my sheets, I'll wash Rome's sheets, one big kind of refresh clean yeah you guys probably think i'm disgusting because i know that ben and cc wash their sheets every week i lived in a bus there would be <laughs> i don't even know how long we would go without actually washing our our bedding but it was just kind of like it got to the point where i was just like i would just like vacuum the sand or dirt or whatever out of, <laughs> out of the bedding on the bus bus life is Oh, I miss it. But anyway, I'm I'm adjusting to house life and trying to be a more um, presentable human being who washes her sheets at least once a month. Making it something that I do at the first of the month is helping me do that. And maybe it'll help you too. So number four is clean out your car and take it to a car wash. So I actually try to do this once a week and I usually don't succeed at that. I usually succeed at cleaning out my car every other week. So on the weekends, whenever my daughter is with her other parent, I will do kind of like this, honestly. I've just like, I always say I need to get my life organized or people be like, what are you doing this weekend? And I'm like getting my life organized because that's what I like to do on the weekends whenever my daughter is with her other parent and it's just like some free time where I can get my life organized and that's kind of like what I like to do at the beginning of each month. Having a clean car is a whole new ball game that I have never played in before in my entire life and I'm just starting to get into this now at 33 and it's amazing. A couple months ago they opened a new car wash not too far from where I live and they were doing this really great deal so I was like you know what? I'm gonna sign up for that. I don't know why but I did so I take my car wash at least through the car wash once a week but then I do like one major clean out at the beginning of each month where I just go through like I have a little bin in there when you know those little storage bins that are closed I have one of those in the back for Rome and it's just a place for her to put her toys and just it collects random things throughout the month So every month I try to go through that and get rid of some things or put them back in the, in the house or just clean out So it's a little more organized and then stuff that I have in the back same sort of thing and then take it through the car wash vacuum it take out all the jackets and you know, half my closet that's in there and things pile up as a mom and even not as a mom. Like, yeah, I can't really use being a mom as an excuse for why my car is dirty a lot of the time because my car has just always been like that. I remember there was one time when I was in high school and I was... <laughs> This is really embarrassing to even share, but I had an addiction to Red Bull whenever I was in high school. I had a Red Bull every single day of my high school career. And there was like this time in my life where I was trying to see how many Red Bull cans I could collect on the passenger floor board of my car. And there was like 50 of them or something by the time I finally cleaned it out, which is just says a lot about high school me. And then, and then... <laughs> 
continuing the trend of just like being a filthy human being. I, whenever I lived at the beach before we lived on the bus, I had this little tracker, a little geo tracker. It was the coolest car ever, but it was just like my beach bum car. And I was proud of how much sand that I had in that car. I would never vacuum it because I just wanted to have little sandy floorboards all the time. And I did, and I loved it. And I really never had a clean car ever. And so now that I have a nice car and I am a responsible mother, I'm trying to start this new habit where I keep my car clean, which it doesn't happen, but where I at least clean my car once a month at minimum and once a week ideally and usually it's twice a month I have like a super clean car and then slowly it gets dirty and then I clean it again at least by monthly and it's been <laughs> amazing I don't I don't want to say life-changing but it's been it's been an awesome thing to do this is when your car is clean you just feel different you feel like responsible you feel good if somebody happens to need to come into your car you don't feel embarrassed because you have a bunch of old coffee to go cups in there and food and cheerios everywhere and i'm rambling a lot but basically trying to clean out your car at least once a month is a really good habit to start and if you do it at the first of the month you know like oh it's time to clean my car again in case you haven't found the time to do it in the last month i am a new woman with a car wash membership 16 year old me 23 year old me 29 year old me 30 year old me <laughs> last year me they really wouldn't even believe that that's who I am now but I am and I love it I am a proud car wash membership owner and it's it's a good feeling enough about that let's move on to number five number five is set a few goals or I like to call them intentions because sometimes calling things goals and then when you don't reach them you feel like a failure so in calling them intentions it's like this is where I'm this is what I'm intending to do this is where I'm putting my intentions this month and if I don't succeed I'm not gonna feel like a failure I'm just gonna feel like oh I need to reset my intentions for the next month but anyway I know it's just it's basically goals but words mean a lot to me and what you say and how you say it. I could do a whole podcast episode on the power of your words and how important they are. But for now, we're just going to talk about this, which is setting goals or intentions for the month. So I like to set three to five major goals and intentions for the month ahead. So this month, my three major goals that I have set right now are I want to, I'm running a 5k this month. I ran a 5k last year for the first time right around Christmas time. So the other day, Ben, he texted me and he asked, me if I wanted to run the 5k again with his office there they run it as like a like a work culture sort of thing they run a 5k together and I ran it with them last year and they invited me to run it with them again this year and so I was like yeah you know what I think I will do that again it was really cool to do I haven't run three miles since I ran that one last year and honestly I've been slacking on my exercising and working out these last few months this is just a good kind of kick in the butt to get back at it my first goal is to run at least three times a week at least um one mile every time that I'm running that should help me be in a little better shape whenever it comes time to run the 5k in like two weeks <laughs> and then my 
second intention for the month is I want to get a little more serious about social media for the podcast. So my personal social media is doing really well right now, which is great because I'm, I think a lot of our podcast listeners have probably found us through my things that have gone viral on my personal Instagram and TikTok. And then maybe that led you to here. I want to just start focusing on growing our actual podcast account and like what we post over there. So setting my energy there to a post over there at least once a week, get consistent about once a week, sharing the podcast episode that is current and directing people there from there and then trying to create some viral content for the Let's Grow Through It Instagram and TikTok so that way we can reach more people and have more people plugged into the podcast where we are able to go into depth more on certain topics and things. And also I just, I like building that community, building the Let's Grow Through It community, which is gonna be you guys, people who want to grow through what they're going through. And I think that that's a really important community to build and I wanna focus on it more and give it more love. But I believe in starting small so that way when I don't succeed at posting every day on Let's Grow Through It because I'm not that organized right now. I don't feel like a failure. If I set the goal small to one post a month or one post a week and then I end up posting three times, four times a week, like that feels great. And But if I only post one time a week, it still feels great because my intention was to post just at least one time a week. And then last, um, I have very, very excited to say that I have started writing my book. I have a couple chapters written already and I'm really happy with where it's going. So I, I wrote a whole bunch one day and then it didn't save and all the work that I got done was just gone. And for a minute there, I felt pretty upset about it. But then I reminded myself that everything happens for a reason. And this is happening for me, not to me. And so I was like, you know what, whatever I wrote, that wasn't it. That wasn't what how it was supposed to be. And so I started all over. And now I've written the intro and three chapters. And my intention is to do write one chapter a week. And there's going to be probably I think 30 chapters, maybe maybe more than that, but at least 30 chapters. In this book. I want to write at least one chapter a week to get this draft done. I want to have this book done in the next three to six months, then send it out to my people to edit and review and give me feedback and then work on the final draft and then get that published. The book is going to be a sort of journal guidebook, my story, but then also sharing what I did specifically this last year and I have to really heal through all of this stuff that I went through and hopes that it will help other women specifically. It is written for women, but I do think that the way that I'm writing it, I do get messages from men a lot who are going through divorces and have been cheated on by their wives and they tell me that my stuff helps them too. And if you are men listening to this podcast, I hope that it, it helps you. I know that it's really like we're, we're women, so we can only speak from our experience as women going through what we're going through. And that's why I wish more men would talk about going through the divorce and the, their healing process. But anyway, the book is going to be written from a woman's perspective for my intention is women but I also do think that if there are men out there and they are willing to do this sort of work it's a lot of inner work and reflecting and trying to um, get in touch with your emotions and your feelings on things so I think that if men would do this kind of inner work that would be awesome the the world would be a better place then I'm rambling again but 
that's my book. It's about this new perspective that we're trying to make more acceptable in this sort of divorce era, which is, I don't, I don't want to say being happy that you're getting a divorce, but like finding happiness while you're in the midst of getting a divorce instead of, you know, feeling like what in the past women have felt and I don't know, men maybe, but from my experience, it's just mostly been women who I have seen feel just like shame and embarrassment and disgraced kind of because their marriage failed and like taking it all on and then living in that for the rest of their lives, living in that shame, living in bitterness, living in like pain and unable to move forward with their lives because that's kind of what society expects of us. But anyway, if you've listened to our podcast and you know, like we're, we're trying to rewrite the narrative around getting a divorce you know like like we still both I mean Tessa is engaged now and she's about to get married again like we still both really and I think me now even more like I take the idea of marriage so much more seriously than I think I ever did in my entire life and I really respect the idea of marriage and I respect people who are able to stay married and actually living in this house that I live in and watching an actual what I think is a beautiful marriage and just watch how these two people like love each other and show up for each other and support each other and and also just watching a man be a good husband has been really healing for me too but basically like I don't hate marriage I think a lot of times like the trolls think that because I'm celebrating divorce or I'm pushing this sort of like Let's be happy through divorce, you know? Okay, so there's this quote, and it's by a comedian. I don't even know who he is. His name is Louis C.K. But I love this quote. It says, divorce is always good news. And I know that sounds weird, but it's true because no good marriage has ever ended in divorce. That's never happened. That would be sad. That's kind of the outlook that we're taking and or that's kind of this perspective shift that I want us to move to is that good marriages don't end in divorce. And yes, try to save your marriage. Try to work through it. Try to make it work. I mean, unless there's cheating involved. I think that if there's cheating involved or any kind of abuse, get out of there as soon as you can. If it's anything else, like try to work through your marriage. Try to make it work. Do what you can. Try to get back to whatever it was that made you want to get married in the first place. But if you can't get there, staying married for the sake of not quote unquote failing is just, I think life is just too short to do that. And I want to have this new sort of mentality that we move into where it's like no good marriage ever ended in a divorce. And yes, we should celebrate going through a divorce. We should throw each other divorce parties and we should find happiness through the hardness in whatever way that we can and also find healing through this hardness and that is what I'm trying to do with this podcast with my social media and with this book that I'm writing I'm trying to help people life is going to throw all sorts of things at you and you can sit there and you can be sit in that misery and sit in that sadness and sit in that sorrow for the rest of your life or you can feel that and then you can let it go And then you can make it your mission to find new ways to be happy. You're alive. You are alive on a planet that is floating. And that's just crazy. And you should not take a second of your life for granted. And you should not sit and wallow in misery for the rest of your life because your marriage didn't work out or your relationship or whatever, anything. It doesn't even have to be as serious as marriage. Like, gosh, 
I ramble so much when I'm on a podcast on my own. But basically, I'm writing a book, y'all, and it's going to be for people going through a divorce. And it's going to be about the things that I did in the last year and a half to help me get to such a great place physically, mentally, emotionally, and such a healed place. And I'm going to share the tools and the format and everything to hopefully help other people, specifically women, be able to look at their divorce or get to a place where they feel like their divorce is the best thing that ever happened to them. And there, I said it. I said it. I know we're not supposed to, but that's what it is. Me and Tessa are both in totally different places in life. I mean, the next podcast episode that we're going to do is going to be called A Lot Can Happen in a Year, and we're just going to review the last year of our lives and, and how much things have changed and for the better and it's just it's honestly insane the year that we've had but there's like a saying I think is like if the end of the year you recognizes the beginning of the year you then you haven't lived enough life and I actually don't know if that's a quote I might have just made that up but I feel like I've always said this my whole entire life is like I'm not the same person that I was from 19 to 20 from 20 to 21 from 22 to 23 every single year of my life moving through like I am constantly evolving and growing as a human for the better every year and there were phases obviously where it was messy and maybe I wasn't like really growing for the better but I think that it was those messy parts also help you realize that you don't want to be that messy person and then you grow more and more and every year I am growing and changing and so much is happening I don't know where I'm going with this except for that the idea that when things are down and we feel trapped in that misery and we feel like this is never gonna end, it's just such a silly thought. And I know that we can't make ourselves think that it's silly in the moment, but I'm getting better at reminding myself everything is temporary. This too will pass. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is that has you sad or upset right now, you know, you're gonna you're gonna look back on this one year, five years, ten years from now and just be like, why did I waste so much time being upset about? that it wasn't even I mean it was all part of the plan I guess and ramble 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 okay yeah so those are my um three major goals or intentions for this month so moving on to the sixth thing declutter or organize one area of your house and so for this I like it to make it be those little things that get neglected so like your bedside table drawer which just gets filled up with a bunch of junk or random things throughout the month and or throughout however and you just kind of forget about it or under the bathroom sink or your closet basically those parts of the house that you kind of forget about and you don't organize or you don't keep organized um cleaning those out or decluttering them or reorganizing them is always a really nice thing to do at the beginning of each month and just I like to declutter because I feel like it's creating space in my life for to welcome new things in and it's just a vibe so I don't know if I'm a minimalist anymore I mean I want to say that I am but I don't just buy things to buy things I mean obviously I'm not a minimalist that lives in a bus anymore so I have a lot like I don't feel like a minimalist when I look at all the stuff that I have but I really only have one room of stuff. So as a used to be minimalist, I used to be major minimalist, decluttering and organizing and downsizing, one of my favorite things to do. So I'm constantly trying to find areas to declutter or like your medicine cabinet. Actually, I think that's what I'm going to do this month. I just looked over at my little medicine section and it is unorganized and there's probably expired things in there that I could get rid of and 
I'm going to do that. So that is number six. That is a great thing to do at the beginning of each month. Just pick one area, pick a different area every month, and you know, then you won't have to do one major spring cleaning in the spring. Number seven, and the final thing on this list is find a book to read for the month. I'm going to suggest The Inner Workbook by the yoga couple Matt and Ash. Um, that's a great read. That is a, a good book for if you're on a healing journey and you need to like rewire your mind. We talk about this book a lot on our podcast and we've talked about bringing on guests for our second season of the podcast and I think that the authors of this book would be a really great guest to have on the podcast so fingers crossed we could get them because I think that they would have a lot of really valuable information to help people out there on the healing journey because um I just know firsthand that I've talked about this probably three or four times on this podcast but I found that book during the phase of the darkest time of my life, I think, whenever I thought my husband was cheating on me, but I couldn't prove that he was cheating on me, but he was treating me terrible, but then sometimes he was treating me good, and it was just the gaslighting and the manipulation, and the I had so much stress and anxiety that I actually made myself physically ill, like I had stomach issues, and it was a terrible time. It, my mind was a terrible place to be, and I found this book, and it was like, oh my gosh, I just went through every single one of those things that they talked about and they talk about how to overcome shame, overcome anger, overcome different levels of consciousness that people live out of and how they, I don't wanna get too much into it, but it is a great book. And so if you're looking for a book to read for the month, that is a good one. I don't know what book I'm gonna read this month. I don't know, I used to read a lot of fiction books and I haven't done that at all since I've left my ex-husband. I've been feeling like I would like to read a fiction book. So if anybody has any good fiction books out there that they've read shoot me a dm or shoot the um let's grow through it instagram a dm of your book suggestions yeah also another really great book if you're looking for a book to read is this book called the book of joy that i was another book that i read when i was going through that really dark time and that was a really helpful book and it's by the dalai lama and reverend desmond tutu I think his name is. But anyway, it's a really good book. I really have a lot of book suggestions, actually. I think that maybe the next time I have to do a podcast on my own, I, that's what it'll be about. I'll to just give some book suggestions for y'all who are interested in reading. I'm really big into like obviously personal development and personal growth type books. And I've read a ton of them through the years. And yeah, I think that I should do a podcast episode on that. Yeah, I guess next time that Tessa and I can't find the time to link up to record an episode together, that's what I'll record a podcast episode about. Okay, so those are the seven things that I try to do on the first of the month is an unrealistic expectation, at least for me. There, there's no way I'm doing all seven of these things in one day, but basically the first weekend of the month, these are the seven sort of things that I like to try to get done through that weekend. It helps me feel like my life is a little more organized. I got a fresh restart. I got a new month, new opportunities to get things done and kick butt. So I hope that the, these suggestions help you and I'm going to wrap the podcast up now and go do my um gratitude segment so since it's thanksgiving i just want to say that we are so thankful for all of you guys who listen our podcast keeps growing every week and that is because of you guys because you're listening and that helps the algorithm refer the podcast to new people because you're sharing our posts on the internet with people and then they're going to the podcast or because you're sharing the podcast episodes with people 
whatever you're doing, however you're sharing, however you're listening, um, just want to say thank you so much for doing that and helping our podcast grow. We're so grateful. So grateful that we have found the time to do this and been able to help people with our podcast. That is such an amazing feeling to know that what we're doing is helping people because we get messages from people who are like, your podcast is really helping me. And getting those messages means everything to us. It really is just like, okay, what we're doing is actually, it actually is helping people and it and it makes sense and it's worth doing, you know? Because sometimes it can be like, who really cares? Like, why are we even doing this? But then we get those messages and it's like, okay, this is why we're doing it like people are actually listening to this and people are getting value from it and people are growing because of it and people are finding hope that they're going to feel happiness again and that's just the best feeling so thank you for giving me that feeling i'm very very grateful for you for listening to our podcast and letting me know that it's helped you in one way or another thank you for listening to this solo podcast episode i hope that it helps you have the best month ever and let's end this year on a high note all right so i love you all and i will talk to you next week and i will hopefully fingers crossed have tessa with me